Welcome to I'm Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. It was a year ago, about this time, when my daughter, Olivia, and her partner, Zelly, got married. It was a beautiful day, and we were a little worried because uh, uh, there were fires uh, nearby. This was in the Columbia Gorge, and we were on the Washington side of the gorge. And uh, the morning of the wedding, the wind changed, so we had a beautiful, clear blue sky, and we celebrated together uh, on this land that was just gorgeous. It had this old lodge made of log, and in the center of the lodge was a a spiral staircase that went up, and uh, as you approached the uh, lodge, there was a porch and a table, and on the table there was uh, the guest book where everybody signed in, and then there was a basket where everybody was encouraged to choose their pronouns. So there was him, his, uh, he, there was she, her, uh, hers, and then there was a, a purple one that uh, said um, vi, vim, vir, and there was an orange one that said ziz, zim, zis, and um, Olivia and Zelly are two people in my life, two young people, millennials, who are trying to educate me about these kinds of things that are so foreign to the way that I grew up. So as a part of that education at Christmas time, to celebrate the birth of the baby Jesus, they gave me a subscription to Bitch Magazine. (laughs) So it's this magazine published in Portland that is a feminist perspective on um, pop culture. Uh, They are trying to help me be woke, and according to them, it's not an easy job. (laughs) Woke, of course, is uh, in some ways a new term. It came out of the Black Lives Matter movement, so 2014, 2015, but it's actually very old. I mean, think about Siddhartha in uh, the palace is not woke. Um, secluded from the rest of the world, protected, insulated, privileged life, and then he leaves the palace and eventually becomes the awakened one. So it's a term that we have used from the 6th century B.C. Uh, They called him the one who was awakened, and then he uh, went around trying to awaken other people. So it's a very old term. And it's part of every religious tradition, I think, including Judaism and Christianity. So the story that I want to tell you that is traditional is uh, from uh, 1 Samuel um, chapter 3, and it's about the story of Eli, uh, who was a priest, and Samuel, who came to be an apprentice. So Hannah was a young woman, but she could feel her biological clock ticking. And uh, she'd been barren for years and was concerned. So every week she would go to the temple up at Shiloh where Eli was the priest and she would pray that uh, she would conceive and give birth. On the day when she gave birth, she knew what name to give to the child. 
She named him Samuel, which means asked of God. And as she promised in her prayers, uh, she took Samuel to the temple when he came of age to be apprenticed to Eli. So uh, Samuel's job was to um, learn the ways of uh, the the priest and to um, watch over the lamp of presence. So he's in the temple doing that as Eli is uh, asleep one night in his quarters. Well, Samuel is just about ready to nod off to sleep when he hears this sound that goes something like this. Wake up, my people, wake up. Wake up, my people, wake up. Got that? Wake up, my people, wake up. Wake up, my people, wake up. Well, Samuel heard that. He sat up in bed. He pulled the covers off. He went running down the hallway into Eli's room, and he said, Eli, Eli, did you call me? I heard you call me. And Eli was sound asleep. He said, no, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. So Samuel went back down the hallway into his, the temple, over to his mat. He pulled the covers over him, and before long, he was about ready to fall asleep when he heard the sound. Wake up, my people, wake up. Wake up, my people, wake up. When he heard that, he sat up in bed. He pulled the covers off. He went running down the hallway into Eli's room, and he said, Eli, Eli, did you call me? I heard you call me. Eli said, son, don't you know it's the middle of the night? Go back to bed. Go to sleep. I didn't call you. So Samuel goes back down the hallway gets into the temple, over to his mat, pulls the covers over him, and before long, he's starting to nod off when he hears that voice. Wake up, my people, wake up. Wake up, my people, wake up. So Samuel sat up in bed, pulled the covers off, went running down into Eli's room, and he got in there and said, Eli, Eli, did you call me? I heard you call me. And Eli said, son, don't you know it's the middle of the night? Go to sleep. And then he said, wait a minute. What did it sound like? And Samuel thought, he said, well, the voice was really hard to describe, but there was a real good beat. (laughs) And Eli said, oh, I know who that was. That was God. If God comes to you again, you just say, speak God because your servant is listening. So Samuel went back down the hallway into the temple, over to his bed, crawled into bed, was just about to sleep when, wake up, my people, wake up. Wake up, my people, wake up. Well, he said exactly what Eli told him to say. He said, speak, God, because I'm listening. And God did speak. God called Samuel to be the very first prophet of Israel. A prophet, of course, is somebody who speaks on behalf of God to the people. What do you suppose God told Samuel to say to the people? Wake up, my people, wake up. Wake up, my people, wake up. 
Wake up, my people, wake up. Wake up, my people, wake up. If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.